Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the podcast uh, today. Dog ownership. That's my topic. Do you own a dog? Do you have a dog? Is a dog part of your life? Have you always had a dog? Did you have a dog as a child? What's your experience with dogs? What do they contribute? How do they affect your health? That's my question. You know, I grew up as a kid with a dog. We always had a dog. I think over the years, I probably had had five or six different dogs. When we were first married, we had a dog. When we had children, we had a dog. And we've had a dog in our family almost all of our life. Now that I'm a little bit older, and I don't have a dog anymore. But my kids have dogs. And I always am the first babysitter. For their dog whenever that's needed. I'll take a dog anytime and be its babysitter. Dogs contribute to your life. Dogs have contributed to my life. Dogs have contributed to my family life. Many stories, many experiences that we can now reflect on as dogs have come and gone in our life and have contributed and have been part of our life and part of our family. You know, recently an article was published in the American Heart Association's journal. It's called The Circulation. And in that article, there was, or in that journal uh, issue, there's an article regarding dogs and showing out, showing that dogs really are good for your health. Here's the finding that they uh, came up with and uh, puts it in perspective. People who kept the dog as a, had measurably better health out after a heart attack or after a stroke than those that didn't live with a dog companion. Interesting, isn't it? If you have a dog and you have a stroke, much more likely to have a good outcome. They also found that the dog owners lived longer than those that did not have a dog or never had a dog. So dog ownership, the length of life increases and the chance of handling and surviving the stress of a heart attack or the stress of a stroke and perhaps other kind of disorders as well was much better. Perhaps maybe even Parkinson's and and so on. There haven't been studies yet done in terms of the contribution of dogs to people of all kinds of diseases and disorders. But you might speculate on the basis of this particular study that any kind of major illness, major disease of some kind that you're struggling with is probably moderated if there's a dog in your life. Now, these benefits were uh, quite pronounced, even more pronounced with people who live alone. In other words, the only thing they had was a dog you know, to talk to and to have as a companion. So those that lived alone did quite well having a dog in their life if they were to have a heart attack or a stroke or something like that, or even a repeated heart attack or a stroke. You know, dog ownership also decreased the risk of death by 15% for people recovering from a heart attack who shared the home of a partner or of a child. But that number was 33% surviving a heart attack if you lived alone and had a dog. In other words, Dogs seem to have a very greater profound impact on your life and and improvement of your health when it's been at risk than just having people around you. I suspect family life is the stresses of children and all the rest can take its toll and make it harder to recover. Where a dog and when you live alone in a quiet environment and just the companionship of a dog seems to be a very positive influence in the area of recovery. The risk of death from any cause was 24% lower by dog owners, okay? And the risk of developing a uh, heart disease dropped by 65%. If you um, have a dog, uh, your uh, risk of death is much lower than those that don't have dogs. Interesting. So why? That's the question. Why? Why does a dog seem to have a positive effect upon our health? What's the contribution of the dog? 
What's the thing that the dog provides? What's the thing that the dog brings into our life or allows us to experience, to get by and to handle these kind of stresses of, in our life, such as a stroke or a heart attack, and maybe other kind of diseases and disorders and times of trauma and stress in our life? Well, a dog has been found to lower the hormone by the name of Corisol, and it improves the blood pressure and boosts the mood of people own dog. In other words, stress levels are reduced. Cortisol is a hormone that measures the amount of stress that one is going through at the time. So it's lower among dog owners. Blood pressure, lower a dog among dog owners. Mood is improved among dog owners. Interesting. Eh? The fact that people with dogs stay more active is another factor that needs to be considered. And this was found in a Canadian study, interestingly, that dogs make you become more active. You got to walk them. You have to take them out. Dog owners walk an average of 300 minutes per week, where non-dog owners walk about 168 minutes per week. So you see, almost double. So dog owners are caused to walk, in other words, get exercise, and therefore their health is better, just by virtue of the fact that they are more active and engage in activity, engage in exercise, such as walking. But the interesting thing about dogs is they bring you in touch with other people. You're out on a walk and you stop and talk to people. That's what I do when I take dogs for a walk. Two or three people I'll have conversation with along the way. Not every time, but frequently. In other words, dog owners put you in touch with people. Not necessarily other dog owners, but just people along the way as you walk and as you walk a dog. Obviously, sometimes people come to you because they're attracted to your dog and therefore engage in a little social interaction with you because they are attracted to your dog and want to pet your dog. Brings you in touch with children, you know, just as well. Kids like dogs. And it's a joyous occasion to share a dog with a child or share a dog with another person, an older person or whomever. You see, dogs really are part of our society. Dogs are part of our culture. Dogs are part of family life. Dogs are part of marital life. Dogs are part of a life of a person single or whatever. Doesn't matter. The fact is that the dog becomes not only a companion, but becomes a source of help, becomes a stimulant for help, becomes a, a mode through which and by which your health can be improved just by the fact that you engage in behavior that is health-oriented, healthy behavior. The dog facilitates that. The dog brings you in touch with other people. So there you are. We're now looking at the idea of a dog coming into our life, becoming part of our life, becoming part of our uh, social experience, becomes part of our healthy living, becomes part of our daily life and enriches us in many different ways. So if you're thinking about it, get a dog. Train the dog. Make sure it's trained. Make sure it's obedient. Make sure that it's a good dog for you and one that facilitates your life getting you out and getting you out with people and getting you out in the neighborhood and getting you out beyond your home. So make sure that the dog becomes just part of your life. I recommend you to my website, www.booksbyhedberg.com. Okay, there's a book in there, Doctor, Teach Me to Parent. That may be very helpful to you and uh, or somebody that you know is a new parent or is a struggling parent. Give them a copy of the book. Buy it for them and give it to them. That'd be a great gift and a great opportunity for you to share a little help with somebody who needs it. Okay? Bye for now.